This song's called 5,000 Cupolas at the Gin. Out in the real world, you'll do your thing. You serve your fellow man with your degree. And once we've all said goodbye, you take a running leap and you learn to fly. So bye bye, little Sebastian. We'll miss your engineering passion. So bye bye, little Sebastian. You're another win for the game. Or I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. Ugh. 1.21 gigawatts. What the hell is a gigawatt? <laughs> You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Well, hello, all you podcast listeners out there in podcast land. You know who I am. I'm Jeremy Henderson, a communications and marketing specialist at the Samuel Gade College of Engineering, which brings you the best podcast in all of higher education. That'd be the award-winning, multi-award-winning, my gosh, uh, hashtag ginning. Uh, yeah, bringing you uh, all the, uh, the, the the tips and tales from uh, easily uh, the greatest college of engineering in the country, uh, probably internationally. Uh, joined as always by uh, my co-host over here, Austin Phillips, someone who's been to Columbia many times as a child, si. in the post Escobar era. See, si. well, uh, John Sluice over here. Yeah, how many times you been to Columbia, John? Yeah, loser. I've been to Columbus a few times though. You don't uh, get hey, me wrong. Hey, you tried to spell Columbia, you couldn't even spell it. Well, there's two different ways. Yeah, there's the dumb way, the and then there's the correct way. The correct way has two two O's, no U's. John Sluice over here being very polite and respectful to his elder, <laughs> unlike someone else. Uh, twisting the knobs and uh, turning the keys. And today we're joined by a very special guest, uh, Sebastian. I already lost it. Velicia. You got it. I got it. For sure, for sure. But see, but it's it, but it doesn't show up when I email you. It's Sebastian. So Sebastian, a middle name? Sebastian is my middle name. So the first name is? Juan. Juan. Did you know that, Austin? I did not. I did yeah. learn. Huh, learn I got that. you. Yeah, boom. That, that's that's boom. a. It's it's easier to pronounce too. Yeah. <laughs> Going to Columbia, but living in ignorance. <laughs> the Austin Phillips story. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's that's still. like the Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, Juan or Sebastian. Sebastian yes, Valencia, a uh, senior. Yes, sir. In, what, do you know that Austin? Civil. Civil. Just checking, mm-hmm. making sure you do. Yep. <laughs> I was, I'm a little disappointed though, excited as I am to finally have Sebastian on here. I was expecting an orange uh, sports jacket. No, he's uh, he's done with that. He, oh, you're done with that. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, how's he, that? He feel? has timed out. 
Well, you you were because you were one of the you know there's the War Eagle girl and the Plainsman. Yep. The the university the uh, ambassadors. Coats. Yep. The folks you the folks the cameras turn to in the stands <laughs> when you're trying to take crowd shots at the Iron Bowl. Always. And, I've seen him on. I've seen him about every football game. Yeah, in the there's last couple Sebastian. Of there he is. <laughs> Uh well uh well thanks a ton for for joining us for taking the time even though apparently you got all the time in the world because you're not wearing the orange coat anymore. <laughs> thank uh, you thank you so much it's been a pleasure it's been an honor to be in here I've been watching your podcast since probably like a year ago I'm not gonna lie you keep seem it up like with a fan. it fan uh, fan behavior right now for sure starstruck aren't you but yeah, it happens <laughs> it happens <laughs> pictures and autographs are later. Yeah. for sure <laughs> I definitely gotta gotta get an autograph from y'all <laughs> well so. Uh, I'm gonna let let's let's get to that, and I will let Austin take the lead on a lot of this because y'all do have something in common because you were originally from drum roll. I was born in Colombia. Yeah, there you go. Which is the one country Austin has been to yes. outside the United States. Well, that and Switzerland. And Switzerland. <laughs> yeah. Never what? been there before. <laughs> and Switzerland. Yeah. So Austin knows a little bit about Colombia because I guess it's your dad. Dad worked there for worked Drum and Coal Company for about 20 years. So phenomenal country. Beautiful country. I actually sat in on, so in addition to being a WEGP, uh, Sebastian's Cupola. Sure. And so I actually was in. His interview. Oh. He did not get my name right. No. Hey, you didn't get my name either. So. <laughs> <laughs> back to back. Love it. Why? <laughs> um, but, I mean, in, in that interview, uh, that, you know, every time I sit in those interviews, I'm, I'm texting Jeremy because uh, not only the cupolas that are in the room, a lot of times I've not met and I'm really impressed by them. But then those of y'all who are coming through, I'm extremely impressed because you sure. really get to hear more about you than the folks in the room. Yes, sir. So, you know, I'm immediately texting Jeremy. Now, it took him, took him a year to, mm. or so to, to, <laughs> to get this done. But, uh, yeah, extremely impressed. Columbia, uh, Collie. Yes, sir. So why Auburn? It's a long, you want this long story or the short story? Well, just we y'all got, take y'all. We, we got about 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So, y'all play this make it quick. Um, I was. Uh, recruited to play soccer here in the States when I was 15. Then I moved to New Orleans with my mom, played soccer three day, uh, three years there, finished high school. Of course, LSU was super big. They offered me a lot of money, scholarship. Also, like they had like the club team soccer over there. But I wanted to go and see the Wale. Uh, I'm a little stubborn, love soccer, so wanted to try my potential. I know my potential. Like I was like, I want to go D1, but I ended up going D2 to Mobile in Spring Hill College. Then they didn't have the full engineering. So I had to do pre-engineering with them, and they offered the 3-2 program with Auburn, which is basically starting over there and finishing over here after two and a half years. And before I transferred here, I started like touring schools, the whole SEC, Georgia, LSU, um, uh, some schools in Florida. But people told me I was going to be biased after I toured Auburn. And I was like, nah, I'm not. It's just a school. I mean, there's probably nothing different about Auburn. It's Alabama. Um, I didn't know what Auburn was before I transferred. Honestly, like, never heard of it. And yeah, I came here early December, like super late. And as soon as I walked on campus, I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> it's different. It's different, like a different environment. I mean, I love the culture of engineering. Like my tour guide was an engineer guy. He was a cupola actually. So um, I just fell in love with the school right away. The family oriented, like culture, like how people like treated me, like without even knowing me, definitely made a huge impact. Do you remember who your uh, tour guide was? Uh, Sam Hendricks. Okay. Okay, Sam. Well, why engineering? What what got you interested in specifically civil? For sure. I'm, 
I grew up very family oriented. So I always knew how I wanted to give back, give back to people the way my family gave back to me, like pour into me, like growing up. And um, I had different options, business, marketing. I can talk to a brick wall so I can, I'm comfortable like talking to people, like helping people out. But I also like enjoy like the infrastructure of things, buildings, roads, cars. So I knew it had to be something with building. I'm horrible at drawing, so it wasn't architecture for sure, <laughs> like out of the, the picture. And then I started like learning about engineering, what they do, like how much, how many people they touch day by day, how many people they influence. So Sybil, once I knew like it was gonna be in my hands to put people's safety first, I, I was sold, completely sold out. I wanted to like give back to people, allow people to have the safest environment, but also like being able to like make them feel like comfortable where they are. Rock and roll. Well, so, uh, I mean, along those lines, uh, what are we pursuing looking forward here? I mean, senior year, I mean, are you actually are you actually doing this? Are you just telling this to the podcast? Or this is what they want to hear? Or, I mean, is this actually going to inform your life? Great question, Jeremy. Uh, Thank I... you. You hear that? You got one last episode. <laughs> I just got my own great question. So, yeah. I signed a contract with a company in August. I interned with them in Louisiana. They're a company from Kansas City, Missouri, and they do marine construction. So everything that has to do with like bridge, bridges, like marine terminals, ports. Um, I will be working with them in New Orleans. They have a project down there that's going to last about two or three years. So I'll be heading home uh, because I actually live in New Orleans now. My mom is down there. So like right now, mm-hmm. you well, came up here from New Orleans. <laughs> just is, special. For is them. that what you're saying? So, uh, what is the name of the company? Uh, Massman Construction. Okay, and and you did an internship with them as well. Yes, sir. Oh. I interned last summer, and my title was field engineer, whatever. But I was more towards the project management side of things. So I told they asked me like if I wanted to be behind a computer doing design. I was like, no, I want to be talking to people, um, learning how like. The actual like industry works behind like project management, so they put me in the field like ninety five percent of the time, just talking to them, like seeing how like the construction phase works, how like talking to the like, clients and like distributors also work, cost estimation parts, everything, and yeah, that's what I'll be doing after graduation. That's awesome. I mean, that, just another example of our co ops, our internship program. You know, I think Ed Lewis from our career development and corporate relations office, one of the last presentations. I mean, it's nearly a hundred percent. Uh, job pl- full-time job placement at graduation for our students who go through the co-op go through the internship program so and and again you know almost at 100 percent, and so many of them are like these where you go to a company you are immersed in that company that company sees the value of auburn engineers and you get a job with that company so sure. just a wonderful, wonderful example i missed out so bad you know what i mean <laughs> well just the colleges i mean the whole thing you could have continued to make chick-fil-a a career um and you could have been you could have been you know I, it, it could have been your pleasure it could have. you know but i think you made the right decision jerry thanks <laughs> i'm yeah it, either that or you can't be a sandwich artist yeah. your whole life <laughs> i was close i was working on it i was pretty good uh let's see well the you know I hear we hear these stories a lot about people, especially those who like didn't know uh, about Auburn or have any, you know, just kind of awareness when they when they first came here, the name recognition or even, you know, the, the place. Where is it? 
and you hear these things and i i fell in love it was great and yada yada and we always like to think we're special and every now and then we find we hear these stories that i'm like you know i think there actually is something like going on here if you could i mean you you toured other schools for sure and i know you said well it was just you know i fell in love this is it okay it's different but if you if you really had to tell some try to really really describe like okay what was different between auburn and well, these can, other it, well the thing is he kind of does that as a cupola ambassador he, he gets to lead these tours he gets to do this sure what, what is what is your selling point to these families and um either a kid right out of high school or somebody who's coming like you who's a transfer student and is coming and saying why what is special about this place why do i want to come here for sure um so when i tried, when i was transferring i was looking at a place where i felt comfortable right away um and you know like whenever you walk home like it doesn't matter how bad your day was like as soon as you step like, into your house that like, you feel comfortable you feel relieved you feel at peace and um a bunch of the schools like i knew like going to lsu like it's a great school and i could have gone there like basically for free as an in-state student but I didn't want to do high school 2.0. I mean, I didn't want – I wanted to, like, do, like, something better, something different. Um, and you didn't want to smell like a corn dog. Mm, <laughs> you know? Who, who wants to smell like a corn dog yeah, 24-7? That stinks, <laughs> man. That place. I, I'm not going to disagree oh, with that. Uh, uh, it's like walking into Bourbon Street. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah, not fun. Reeks. The hygiene is just um, – But, yeah, I looked, uh, I looked for a place uh, where I can call home. And for me, home is just more than a place. It's more – than just a building is is it's a feeling you know it's finding peace and being yourself regardless and i felt that right away as soon as i walked into campus it was it was a great day it was a beautiful day when i toured it once again the people were super like welcoming super warm but now that i'm a cupola that's what i try to sell to people uh i told them like yeah there's some information we have to give of course because we have to like show like sell like in the college of engineering but as soon as we walk out of Brown Copa, I try to make every tour personal. I mean, it's their experience. That's why I'm doing it because I want them to like hear the student perspective because I feel like a school is nothing without their students. And we have the best students for sure in the, in the country. Like I met in spring break, I met people from like University of Arizona, Michigan State, like Minnesota State. They're great people, but I was missing my Auburn people for sure. Um, so that's my, my selling point. I tell them that they have to find a place where they feel like home, where they are valued not for who they are, but also for what they can bring into the table. And every every single one can bring a lot of things, you know? So, like, you just be yourself, and, like, if you feel comfortable with someone or somewhere, that's definitely the place you, you have to go. You're the you're the second student in a row. And, Jer, I would, I would dare to say 90% of the students that we have on here talk about their cupola tour and how much of an impact that made on them. So... Again, you're say we person we had in here just before <laughs> their cupola tour sold them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the things that you all do, the tours you lead, the people that you see, you're going to graduate, you're going to leave, you're probably not going to see those kids again. But they're going to be kids that are they're going to come in here and they're going to talk about Sebastian leading their tour <laughs> and how big of an impact that had. I so I, I hope you're right. able to step back and kind of realize the service that you talk about goes way beyond more than you even realize of what yes, you do, what you've been able to do for the college. Yes, sir. No, and, and it's only our, our job. It's y'all's too. Like during the interview, like I tell you, like you made me nervous during the couple interview, and, and not just because I I, got, I was scared because of the question you asked me, and I'm pretty sure everyone like gets that question every year, but 
you just made me realize like how important like it is to like pay attention to details like little things um i'm very personal with people i like to get to know them i mean everyone has their story everything has something to bring to my life to make it better and you putting me in my in my in my feed right away like hey what's my name remember i was like whoa well you know, what, what did you what did you tell me after then though too no i, I was like I, I was honest. Like I feel honesty is, like carries you a long way. I was but, like, oh, but at the end of it, you said you would never forget my oh, name no, after I, that. I, I never and you, did. And you call me by my <laughs> name. Ever. But I'm I'm happy to hear you say that because I do. Uh, it happens probably every other year that <laughs> I'll get either Cupola or Jim, uh, the advisor, will say that somebody has said, "Don't ask that question because it makes them feel awkward," and that's the intention of it. The intention sure. of it is to teach a lesson. Of how important it is to be personal, yeah. and I don't like sometimes going in there yeah. and all the questions being like, "If you could be a color, what color would you be?" <laughs> because no interview that you ever go to in your life is going to be that softball. For sure. That when you go into work, they're going to ask you hard questions of, "Do you understand what we do? How can you make us better?" For sure. Uh, because if you're not making them better, then you're taking up more time for the company, and you're costing them money, and you're costing mm-hmm. them time. So. I always I interject that question uh, again because I know probably somebody's not you're not going to get it and it's going to teach you a lesson of how important it is to be personal and no names but it it is also going to make you uneasy and I like to see how people react whenever things don't go your way and sure. the answer doesn't come to you immediately how do you respond to the, to difficult times difficult sure. questions and so I, I'm glad to hear you say that we've so, had some. You know, HR issues in the past with him getting a little too, you know, but he, he softened it up to what's my name. It used to be like, what's your darkest secret? Whoa. What's something you've never told anyone? And we've had to kind of so scale it back. So this is his way of where still doing that put, tough love. Where did you put the money that you stole? <laughs> but but it is, it's nice that finally, you know, he is at least influencing someone. For sure. Uh, that's nice to hear. Uh, so uh, thank you. For taking the time, uh, we could keep talking forever. I'm sure, obviously, as a loyal, devoted fan. Graduation, you're graduating in May? May, yes, sir. Coming up. May. So it's it's going to be here before we know the it. real world, once it's again. There, sure. Listen to it. Hang on. Hang on, Sebastian. <laughs> Hello? That's it. That's Re- the- <laughs> <laughs> He's Perfect. ready to He's ready. <laughs> He's not hesitating. NOLA, here we come. Yeah. Always. Thanks a ton for uh, for joining us. For sure, for sure. And, uh, and War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering.